Cats is back, Mr. Hughes. Well, I'm temporarily back, so but well, nothing's going to stop this podcast going out, so I'm back just just especially for that. Yes, yep. Yeah. I know how you're doing anyway. Yeah, it's good bad. to have you here. Ankles in the mend. Uh, broke my ankle, but I thought there's no way we're not that we're missing a, a podcast. No, absolutely. And I didn't want you having all the limelight either, so <laughs> I thought I need to come in and share the glory with I know. Well, loads of the pupils have been asking for you, obviously, since you've been off the last few weeks, but... Um, Maybe not to do with your teaching, more just to do with the podcast. <laughs> well, asking you know whether or not it's going to be out. <laughs> that's something that uh, I do need to say that a lot. I've had quite a lot of emails from yep. pupils yep. asking after me, yep. and I've got to say, whenever I was their age, there was no way I was emailing teachers that were off. So I've got to say that, that was really nice. Fair play. Emailing me, um, Fergus Webbs has cheered me right up. Fergus, oh, that's nice. Emailing his own fashion. This is the same boy who once quoted Lady Gaga. In a higher modern studies essay, brilliant. so uh, he done one in his own fashion, which was brilliant. But I feel like I've been missing out. I feel like there's been loads going on. Listen, there's been so much going on. Um, we're trying to keep you in the loop, obviously, as much as we can. But you know yourself. I mean, thinking about planning this podcast and what to talk about, we've had to cut things down. There's just been it's been a hive of activity in uh, in the school over the last month. I thought there um, must be loads going on if I've seen you doing physical exercise on I know, bike. I know, aye. So that's the first thing that we can chat about, the cycle, the cycle cycle to Calcutta, or Kolkata, um, I think it's pronounced. They changed the name from Calcutta, do you know that? No, I never uh, they changed that. the name, uh, so it's, it's now Kolkata. Um, anyways, uh, so 6,000 miles over two weeks we're trying to cover with six bikes in the social area, and as it stands right now, we're halfway through as we record this, and we have achieved... Um, almost half of the miles, so we've got four days. I would say that it's a shame I'm off because it would it would need to be. I'd say we're, we would be maximising the teachers under thirty that need to be <laughs> putting in the hard graft because obviously we're not going to get quite as far. Yes, folk like I think I was on the bike for about three minutes, <laughs> and then I decided to come off it and let the pupils have a shot. So it was a photo opportunity. It, it was a photo. Uh, exactly, it was. It was like a politician. It was a photo opportunity, <laughs> then I just left. Um, but it wasn't actually really the cycling, it was more the saddle. Nah, not, not the comfy saddles in the world, yeah, to be honest with you. Um, so I was straight off the thing right away. But um, no, that's been great. And the pupils have bought into that. I mean, if you walk through the social area um, at any time of the day, there's, there's pupils on the bike the way, contributing yeah, and a lot of money like raised for charity and stuff. But there's obviously a wider, a wider message to it as well. So. And right, respecting schools down there, but they done a shift, didn't they? We did. We did a shift on Friday there. That's, that's where I made my brief appearance. Um, so that, that was excellent. Um, and you know anything that we can do to help these sorts of things in school we're, we're, we're more than happy to get involved in and that, that that's has all been sort of part of the wider feast day celebrations as well oh, that was that, one of the annoying things is that um, I was in a sort of a small team of teachers with Mr Killen that was helping planning the feast day and yep. it sounded like it was going to be good and I'd sort of helped plan a bit of it and then broke my ankle and yeah. not been there for it. So I feel as if I'd done some of the hard work and then never got to never enjoy got the to actual... It. It's always a good day. I always like St Ninian's Day. It's always a really good day in the school. Um, so the fact that it was going to be a full week, I thought this is going to be brilliant. This is going to be amazing. And then I just had to watch for the sidelines, but it did look as if it was unreal. It was a cracking day. Um, the week, the weekend in general had a really good vibe to it. There was yeah. lots of stuff going on at lunchtime. Um, entertainment from the teachers and the pupils um, singing at lunchtime, karaoke and so on. Um, but the actual feast day itself, the, the pupils were doing sports out, outside. Um, you know, we had the, the mass with um, the Archbishop, yeah. um, which was really, really successful and uh, it was great to have him involved. So 
you know, over over the course of the day, it was just a really good celebration as as usual. Um, so Did it was you great. I didn't go on the inflatables, no. I played a wee bit of football though. I, I actually went out. I actually yeah. went out. Um, I have got a, an S four support in learners class, so they had football, and this, a lot of the boys picked football for their sport in the middle section of the day. And I went out and played for about half an hour. Was um, he was. He was trying to. He was sort of like he was I being the referee. Was he was getting quite. He was getting quite irate about the whole the thing. Taste out that. Um, so I was just. I was just. I fitted in. You know. It was. It was, you know, I was just running the game basically. A lot of the boys that. couldn't quite keep up with the standard of my play, but did anyone, um, anyone peg you? No, not a chance, so no just way. Just me that's done that last just year. Just you, just I did it to you as well, though. I did it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was good, but it's actually really hard chasing 15 and 16 year old boys around the place because yeah. they just don't stop. Um, yeah, the, the fitness, fitness levels are, are unbelievable, but that was good, and the whole itself was, was great. Um, you know, and it's, it's kind of what we needed at that point. I think you know, yeah. you know, you get your a good pick me up. Good pick me up a, yeah, place. yeah. After a difficult start to the year with you know still all the COVID restrictions and absences, etc. And uh, me and Mister, me and Mister Blackwood, we wanted to keep the teacher challenge going because if you remember, we done that. You got to custard pie, Miss Johnson. I did. That was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we kept that going even during lockdown. So we thought we, we need to keep it going. Um, however. Yeah, I had to pull out. So I think between Miss Blythe and Mr. Aubrey, I think they kind of took over my place. But I looked like it was a good laugh as well. It was. I went to see. I think it was for second years they did it um, on the feast day, and then they did one for third years later on. But it was S six versus yeah, the staff. Yeah. Um, so well, it was really good, really good entertainment, really good fun, and. The, the the one that I went to see with second years, the pupils were getting really involved in it. It's always and a laugh. It was. It was it's funny. It was funny. really funny. Really good. Um, entertainment and the pupils loved it, so that was that was the main thing. And the teachers won both times. Yeah. Well, they won against the six years, obviously. Um, but the I think was it Mr. Blackwood. I think Mr. Blackwood's team won uh, the first time round. So Mr. Aubrey get um, a custard pie like these jobs. Oh, I've seen that actually. Yeah. Um, but there's been loads going on outside of school as well. So in the not, we don't even need to go that far for a big event that's happened, so transmits, obviously. Yes, transmits has happened, yes. How many of the acts, if we were to go through it, how many of the acts would you say you would know? Uh, probably most of them, but you know what, what? See, the thing with transmitters, like Liam Gallagher was headlining it, yeah. who is my generation, like, personified, and... No, he was very popular. Like a lot of the, yeah. a lot of the, well, you know... Say that timeless, so I, 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 that's a good way to describe them, yeah, so... so. You know, I felt more connected to to the younger. Have you ever seen Oasis? I've seen Oasis yeah. a few times. I see, I've yeah. seen um, I've seen BDI, which yep. is Oasis yep. without uh, No. Yep. And I've seen No Gallagher's High Flying Birds, and I've seen Liam Gallagher himself. But yep. I've never seen them as one. As Oasis, really, right? Yeah, yeah, I was just outside that sort of time, so. It's, a, it's always a good. If I get the chance to go see them, I had a ticket for Saturday for the Saturday, never went, but. Um, so if I get the chance, I always try and make the effort to go and to go and see them. I think it's just you know what you're getting with the with the Gallica brothers. No, it was great. I watched. I did watch the set on the television uh, of Liam Gallagher and loads of young folks singing along to yeah. "Stand By Me" and "Rock and Roll Star" and all that sort of stuff. It's good to see. Um, but all the young, all the all sort of younger artists and stuff like that, all these grime artists and all that sort of stuff. I don't really, I, I don't really know too much about them, do you? Yeah, uh uh-huh. yeah, I went to see I went the first year that was that it was on. Um so that I've not been since then, so I think was this his fourth year? 
or maybe third because it, is, it, right? missed, right. it missed a year. But yeah, I went and um, seen Storms and, and, and stuff live. Um, but yeah, I've, I've seen a few crime artists live as well and stuff. I'm, I'm probably a bit, probably just catching just in the loop. Just, uh, just in no more. Um, but it looked like a good day, and I've only been in the school about an hour, and the uh, sixes are talking about how good a day I missed out because they all knew I had a ticket. So. Yeah. Just to make sure that they're rubbing it in. So no, uh, I think I think my my halcyon days of tea in the park. It won't be tea in the park. No, I haven't done both. Of yeah, it yeah. Be tea in the park. I went there three or four years in a row. Um, but I don't know. I was seen that pill on a teeny. My close personal friend. He's yeah. playing transmit. Yeah, you, next you're year. The same street as him, don't uh, <laughs> not, not too far away from him. Um, so went to school with him. So yeah, he's playing next year. So hopefully get along to see him. Yeah, um, no, uh, uh, although it's not tea in the park, it's got its own. It's more accessible. You're not like. Oh, it's just a day, isn't it? As yeah, well, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. You're yeah. Just driving home and sleeping in your own bed at night. That's true. It wasn't quite, quite as uh, easy to get to and from. I only went to whenever it was in Balado, but I think whenever it moved to that castle, yep. I think it was even worse. I think there was one road in and out, and I think it was terrible. But uh, in Balado, it was horrendous as well. And oh, see yeah. if, if if it rained. A few of the times I was there, it rained and. I was there when it was nice and sunny and it's a totally different experience. When yeah. it rains, it's just a mud bath. I and was there when it rained oh. and they had to shut the slam tent and stuff because yeah. it was literally, you were up to your waist and, and, and mud. mud sort of and thing, the tent, the fields, the tents are on and stuff like yeah. that just turn into a mud bath and you, you really feel, like obviously there's no shivers and all that sort of stuff and the toilets and whatever else are pretty disgusting. So, uh, it's... Uh, it's probably, it's maybe a better way to do it. Yep. Like yeah. Yeah. You go home. You go home that night. It, yeah. But you're still getting to go home because it's central. Um, but talking wider world, we've yep. seen a big anniversary. We did. It's, you know what? I think this is a pivotal moment. So it's 20, 20 years yeah. since nine eleven, and obviously nine eleven, um, such a such a huge event, and it's been such a big modern studies topic. It basically created a new modern studies topic of international terrorism that the pupils so enjoy in modern studies and have done over the years. And we can't really talk about 9-11 when we, when we get into 4th and I know uh, it's a strange thing because you can't talk about terrorism without talking about 9-11, but at the same time, we're now it's too 20 dated. years. Yeah. Like, I think, and it pains me to say this as a modern studies teacher, but I, I think we may we may have have to pass this to the history to department. To history. Yes. That field, doesn't it? Yes. 9-11's... But a really good documentary came out this year, um, 9-11 and uh, the impact in Scotland, that was on the BBC yeah. Scotland channel, so um, check that out, um, that will be a, a different angle on it sort of thing, um, but yep. But it's something that, um, now I know that I'm not the only one, it's quite hard to describe it, um, I don't know if they went whenever you, the year that you went, it's quite hard to describe because you can't call it a highlight of the trip, but it's probably one of the most lasting and powerful bits of the trip to New York whenever yep. you go to Ground Zero yep. and uh, the, it used to just be the site but they've now got a like relatively new I think museum there and the stuff that's in it's just the stories and the individual people and the people who just went to work on a like the people that were on the planes the people that were in the uh, World Trade Centre that just went to work on an average day that's quite harrowing isn't it and they actually had the thing, a thing, and it was um, the last pane of glass from nine from right. the twin towers. Yep, yep. And basically, there was an unsmashed pane of glass yep. sitting there, and a guy basically just took it and went up the road and <laughs> just took it away with him. Yeah. And then it wasn't until years and years later that they, I think he, did they try and auction it or something? 
But they basically found out he had it and they were like, no, we're going to need to take that back off. You can't just take, take <laughs> apart other yeah. But they've just been sitting in this guy's apartment. So that's in the museum, is it? It's now in the museum, yeah. It's the last, probably, it must probably be the last standing piece of the, of the buildings. Yeah. But it's really, whenever you go and you're standing at the monument, I think it really hits home. It's not just something you see on telly, it's actually happening. No, that's right. It brings it, it brings it back, doesn't it, when you go and visit it? Talking of, talking of which, it, it was an event that everyone remembers, a bit like the assassination of JFK or yeah, the, the death of Princess and the Where Were You moment. Yeah. Where were you? I mean, you were quite young. <laughs> I was in a P3. Primary 3. I came out of P3 and I always remember going home and on the council telly, where we were yeah. on channels 1 to 5, yeah. which was shocking a poll most of our listeners. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, on the council telly, every channel, one to five, was all BBC yep. News. Yeah. Uh, like, you couldn't go on, you could, like, if Channel 4 usually had a different programme on, you put turned on Channel 4, but it was the BBC News it was on. Yeah. And that was just, I don't know why, that's something that just stands out. As a kid that comes home, and it was before the CBBC channel. Yeah. So CBBC was on at a certain time on BBC, and, you like, I went home looking for it, and then I thought, right, I'll, I'll watch STVs or ITVs or whatever, and then it was BBC on that, and I thought, there's something going on here. Bizarre, really. yeah. But obviously at that age, that's the most important thing that was going on in yeah. my life, was watching, watching some telly, but um, where were you? I was in school, so I was in fourth year at the time, um, and because obviously we are five hours ahead in New York, yeah. it happened in the morning, uh, so it was sort of lunchtime over here just after. I think I was in tech, or biology, I can't remember, but I remember it being put on... It wasn't smart boards and stuff like that mm -hmm. back then. It might, I was in an old, I was in an old building, an old school. And they wheeled the telly. They wheeled the telly, oh. and I and put the television on, and like you say, every channel had you know live. Wheeling the telly in is a feeling of delight. That yeah, the youngsters. Will no, I know they're spoiled now. I've said this to them. I've said this to the pupils millions of times. Like they don't know where they're born. No. You know, having access to a smart board and YouTube and all Wheeling that sort of stuff. Wheeling the telly was a brilliant experience. Whenever that door got opened and you could hear it rattle yeah. in the corner, yeah. that was a great experience. The VHS tape player. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I remember it, and then I remember going home in the bus, and everybody was talking about it. Like, but they were talk people were chatting about it as if it was a world war yeah. going to happen. And then when we got home and stuff like that, it was it was still on the TV, and you know, yeah, it was. You just sort of started to sink in that this was this was such a significant event. But um, I, who, who thought twenty years later, as modern studies teachers, we would still be shooting the breeze about it, you know. And another um, thing is, I'm sure everyone's seen the tweet, but would you say that we're living through a? 20 Martin Modern Studies essay with coronavirus. <laughs> Absolutely. They probably, yeah, they probably are. Certainly, be certainly government responses to the coronavirus um, crisis. Yeah, you're probably looking at that being you yeah. know, five, 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 year, years, five years down the line or something yeah. like that, and we can reflect back on it. Hopefully, reflect back on it yeah. by that point. Um, seems um, not ending. We said that extra spending schools group have been busy cycling, but we've been busy in general. Like, yep, I've been yep. making sure that's one thing that I have been sort of more tuned in with because we've got our team. But we had the Afghan appeal, which I came in for, and it was, I was shot. Like, I didn't quite know the planning that I'd run into. I thought it was going to be quite a low-key yep. coffee type day, but Miss Blythe had her guests uh, sweets, yep. and there was loads and loads going on. People were really into it. it Folk really bought into it. I was actually quite emotional about it, to be honest with you, like how how um, much the school community got involved. On the morning of the day, for example, Pupils turned up with bacon, like home bacon, like yeah. their parents had made and they had made, and we ended up having a sort of bake sale beside the just randomly impromptu because of the amount of support we got. Um, pupils really embraced it. I mean, the, the, the coffee shop was the, the Wellbeing Cafe was mega busy all day. It was, it was 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the, the Friday shift with Miss Johnson and the, the the pupils. I think it was six years. Um, they they were they were run off their feet. Um, but the pupils actually said that they enjoyed that because it was really like a kind of part time job. You know, you were yeah. dealing with you were having to juggle um, the, the customers all day. And we raised six hundred and seven pounds in the end, That's which is tremendous. That's yep. unreal. Yeah. Uh, usually, I always think, see if you can break the three hundred mark with an event or something that happens with the school, yep. and you've made a good, you've made a good impact. Yep. If you can break the three hundred mark, like obviously, if it's something going on over a couple of weeks, then it might be smaller increments that lead up to a good total. But yeah. if it's a one-off event, I think the three hundred mark's a good target. Yeah, so we, we were, doubled it and broke it. We which were, is, well, we were the hard work of the folk that I think a lot of folk don't realise that we're in here with ambassadors every single week. Yep. It's them that's putting the hard work in over all years, not just our captains, but over all years. And I think that it's good that every so often their hard work pays off. And As, now it's actually going directly to UNICEF and it's going to go to the people that need it. Yeah, that's it. I think, I think because the situation in Afghanistan has been on the news so much and all, all over social media. The pupils knew about that and they were yeah. talking to us about that. And then we did the Afghan appeal where there was an opportunity for pupils to support um, you know, the the response by UNICEF over there. Um, it all just kind of came together at the right time. Yeah. And we've sent that check off to UNICEF now and you know, literally that money will be getting felt on the ground, you know, paying for food and water and shelter and first aid kits, etc. etc. So, you know, we've made a difference. Yeah. That's 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 unbelievable and really, really chuffed with, with everybody in the school um, regarding that. Um so uh, if anyone does want to keep up with what's going on, we've got a notice board that's still um you'll see it and we just made part of I forgot yep. to mention it, we just we're just part of a TikTok then. Oh, I know. We're coming into the modern world now. Big time. The school has its new TikTok, so folk can go on and follow that and we, send in to HS. Yeah. Just a wee plug for that. Yeah, yeah. magic. We've already got a few videos up, a lot of likes, um, a lot of followers, but um, Martha and Aidan are doing a day in the life of, and it's day in the life of a uh, retrospecting schools captain, so you can see them going in and updating the notice board for a right of the month and stuff. So we've mentioned it before that it's... If you're walking in the front doors that the pupils come in, yep. it's just on your right-hand side there. So they've been updating that. So if anybody wants to know what's going on with retrospecting schools, that's probably the best place to... That's probably the first how, do you think they, how do you think they were dead on our TikTok debut? I think we were the stars of the show. You think so? I mean... I was nervous about it. They were putting a dance and stuff like that. Yeah, we were think. just literally talking on this. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done okay. Yes, yes. I, you know, I mean, you, you were, you were, you were alluding to the fact that you know, transmit with is it too young for me? TikTok is definitely too young for me. By the way, I, like I, I have always been riding the crest of the wave with Twitter, with Instagram, but now, yeah. see, honest, being honest with you, TikTok, I'm, I'm. Treading water. I always remember you saying that Snapchat was the first thing you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that, so. yeah. Snapchat was that was probably the first I think one. I have just caught TikTok, and yep. I think that whatever the next thing is, is going to be my Snapchat. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're going to build the look. Snapchat uh, was about when I was in school, uh, and I can actually remember it was funny. I can remember a boy who I went to school with saying, um, oh, no, "I'm not downloading it now." 
I like it. I've already missed the phase of it, yeah. and I don't want to download it just as everyone's yeah. deleting it. But that's when I was in fifth year, so like ten years later. Yeah. But like, I think it's the way the pupils text. It is that, text, that, 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 that basically whenever I chat about it, like I'm, I just say things like, you know, I just don't get it. And what I mean by that is, why would you want to send a message on it? It's, like, yeah, like it's, WhatsApp's it's, just so much when better. I used it, uh, when, I, when it first came out, it was only for temporary photos. Exactly. To get sent. But now, like, I would never contact one of my mates on Snapchat. Exactly. Like, that, that's a, an element. There are, there are group chats and stuff on it. I know it. that. Want to keep it's not, streak alive. It's not that practical. That that's not practical. That they've messaged each other every day. Get on WhatsApp. It's <laughs> uh, a message to all people. Get on WhatsApp. <laughs> Leave Snapchat. I'm about to say that Snapchat will end up getting this soon as for, soon as for, yeah. for, for libel. Uh, um, right, moving on. Um... So I we've got the silver and up and coming visit um, at, for our rights respecting school accreditation at the end of October. Um, so I don't know if we'll probably squeeze in another podcast by then. We probably will squeeze in one before then, yeah, and we'll, we'll chat about that. Um, but that's just to let everybody know that that's that's in the pipeline. So that's going to be major if we achieve our silver accreditation. Um, you know, it's going to be a huge a huge thing for us. Um, just one last thing to note before we pass um, on to the next segment of the, the podcast. We were mentioning in August that we're going to have sort of like standard features each month um, to make the podcast um, a wee bit more entertaining, perhaps. Um, one of them is going to be called Beat the Buzzer, where our guest, who is going to be Mr. Blackwood, this uh, podcast is going to tell a story and uh, it has to be a funny story. Or we an interesting story. We need to be entertained. Set the bar too high to just get people to come on and say that one time they went to the shops and there was no bread. Yeah, it has, to, it, it has, has to, to be, be decent. Yeah. It has to be engaging. So if it's not engaging, we press the buzzer. And beat the buzzer. And if it is, if it is engaging, we beat the buzzer. Um, so that's one feature. The second feature is going to be called Quick Fire Questions, which is featured before. So any other guests that are going to be on are going to get asked a series of questions, such as Mr. Hughes or Mr. Craig or whatever it is. Um, and the main one as we keep this competition going. We, we do, I know. I need to get some plants on actually, I need to get some Mr. Hughes <laughs> um, associates on. That's just time to strike, I feel. Like. <laughs> I know, yeah. Maybe they'll go Mr. Craig, who? <laughs> who? Is that, that, is that, that guy that hurt his leg? And then the last feature is called the Rights Respecting Rant. So we're going to get just a random person on that feels strongly about something. Uh, so they're going to have a rant so you'll find out who that is in this podcast just a sort of minute rant about something that really annoys them to, to, to maybe get um, and if bit, you have something that annoys you if you have something you can come on it yes, yes. Say you're having a day where something's really annoyed you and you think I need to let off some steam I need to rant about this have a rights respecting yes yeah a bit of brilliant if we had pupils involved in that yep get, come down whether it's the line at Greg's at lunch or yes. I don't know cookies or, they always oh, what that, is it? That, cookies at the school canteen are not serving them anymore let's rant about it that one week that they used to get chocolate chip cookies and then that one week where we may or may not have had an inspection there was a <laughs> we love talking about that raisins in ah, the cookies ah, instead of chocolate chip I've that was heard, a pivotal moment I've heard that story once I've heard it a thousand times <laughs> well let's hope that Martha and Aidan have got better things to talk about than that um, so they're with our new head boy and head girl Thomas and Anna um, I think Anna's actually been, she's phoned in just for the interview, so we better pass over before she runs out of minutes. So, Martha, it's over to you. Thanks for that, Mr Craig. So, me and Aidan are here with the head boy and head girl. Unfortunately, Anna is sick right now, so she's on FaceTime. 
but we're here with Thomas in person and we just have a few questions to ask them. Aye, so the first question, uh, what were your initial thoughts on becoming head boy and head girl? Well, at first, I can't lie, I was, I was quite nervous. I didn't really know what was going to happen. It was like, it was a new role to me. Like, I know I wanted to become head boy, but I wasn't sure on what I really want, what it really took. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was quite excited though, because there's a lot of challenges and I wanted to make the school better. Because through my application and all this, I took a lot of time to think about it. And I was excited for the role and the responsibilities that it would have brought. Excellent, yeah. Um, thanks for that. Anna, do you have anything? Yeah, just the same. I was quite excited um, to see what we'd be getting up to. But yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. Um, so the second question is, how did you sell yourself in your application? Like, any advice for your future applicants? Who would like to be head boy, head girl? Uh, well, in my application, I talked a lot about service and charity because I know the school really mm -hmm. drive through charity because we do a lot of events. Yeah. Uh, so I thought if I, and I'm quite, I've done bad charity outside the school as well. So I thought it's something I'm passionate about. Very good. It's a way that I feel like I can talk easily <laughs> to Mr McLaughlin and Mr Sheehan about. Yeah. And I also took uh, one of the school's values and I used it in a way where I could use my past experiences to talk on extents about it. What about yourself, Anna? Uh, yeah, I just was honest and um, spoke about school values and how I use them in my daily life. And yeah, just put your um, um, included um, all things the schools look for and I captain. Okay. Fantastic. Thanks so much. So what are your plans over this year? Well, seeing how COVID's been quite a difficult year in the past year, when we were in S5 and everyone was year below, mm -hmm. you know, before, I feel like we've planned to try to get the school striving and getting back to the heights that we were before COVID. Yeah. So getting all our events back up and running and everything. You know, like your uh, citizens' lunch and everything. Try work, get back out in the community. Try get a presence better and try build bonds with the people around us. Yeah. Fantastic. Anna, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, just like Thomas said, I think it's really important that we um, get back out into the community and um, try and get the school back to where it was before COVID. But I'm sure, I'm sure we'll definitely be able to do that. Okay, thank you. So, Thomas, what's your favourite thing about being head boy? Well, I do enjoy the missing a lot of classes, but you know, I can't <laughs> really too much. Don't we all? Same here. Yeah. I don't think I've been in class for a good couple of weeks now. <laughs> we don't tell Mr Sheeran that. We missed that part out. But I quite enjoy working with the rest of the school because it's something that I wouldn't really usually go and speak to all these teachers uh, and all yeah. the, the young team. Yeah, the young team, I. Uh, I enjoy like, going and making friendships, building bonds with them. Yeah. And going talking to teachers and doing events, planning the events and doing everything around the school that an S6 would do. But you get to do it more because you're uh, head boy. Yeah. Right, exactly. What about you, Anna? What's your favourite thing about being head girl? Um, I think it's nice, um, like Tom said, to be able to work with the rest of the school a wee bit more than you normally would. Um, it's nice to spend time with some new first years that have just came up um, and make sure they're settling in okay and stuff like that. Yeah. So 
we have some quick fire questions for the Wolfies. Okay. And you just need to answer completely honestly yeah. to every single and one. Quickly. Aye. Um, so the first question, what is your favourite subject? Physics. Oh. Um, drama. Okay. Um, so who's your favourite teacher? Oh, it's got to be either Mr McKean in maths or Mr Shankland. Could you pick one? I've got to go with Mr McKean. <laughs> oh. Mr. McKean. Right, Anna? Uh, I'll let you say Mr Kearney in drama. Love it. Um, where's your favourite place to go for lunch? Oh, Nona's. Nona's Chicken Asian. Anna? Uh, I quite like how you Okay. Um, what's your favourite supermarket? Oh, I don't think you can beat a good Asda one. Asda? I agree with that I so much. I love Asda. Nah, I'm Sainsbury's. Oh, really? Big, I don't know. Big Tesco. Big Tesco. I had yeah. a big Tesco extra. Big, big Tesco extra. Big, big Tesco extra. Big Tesco extra. Okay, nice time strip. I'm not really a Sainsbury's person. No, I just I'm not big Sainsbury's. I don't like well organised. Uh, so who's your inspiration and why? My inspiration. Yep. Well, I've got to go with my my papa because he was a very he was a very uh, genuine man. He strived to be the best that he could and done the best for everyone around him and he done quite well in his life. Fantastic. What about you, Anna? Uh, I'd say my inspiration is my mum. Um, Aww. Oh, fuck it, you is. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, she's just quite cool and, you know, good person and all that. Good work ethic. I like that. Yeah. Um, so if you could be one person for a full day, who would it be and why? It's got to be, I'm going to say, was it Elon Musk? Okay. <laughs> you just get in work. Why are you yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically you just get to work with cars, you get to work and figure out ways to go to space. Plus, right. a bit random, but that I do like that. rich as well. Right. That's you true. You want. That's always a plus. Mm. Anna, who would you pick? Um, I think I would say the Pope. Oh, tremendous. <laughs> Absolutely superb. You know, I think yep. he lives quite an interesting life. Travels quite a lot. That's yeah, true. He does, I know. Yeah, I think meets like interesting people as well, eh? Yeah, really good people. Yeah, he'd be great to be for a day. Fantastic. So we have one final question for you, and it's a bit of a tricky one, but he's doing it to answer completely honestly. Hughes or Craig? Hughes. Oh, that was straight away. Straight away, Thomas said Hughes, right? Anna? I think I'm going to say Mr Craig. Oh, there you go. One each. One each. Um, So that is all the questions we have. Thank you so much, Anna and Thomas. Uh, thanks, guys. Good talking to you. For talking to us. Thanks for joining us on the phone, Anna. Much oh, appreciated. You're welcome. Yes. You're Hope you're feeling better. Yeah. And thanks, guys. Going to pass you back to Mr. Craig and Mr. Hughes now. Well, thanks for that, uh, Martha and Aidan. A brilliant wee interview there with the with the head boy and the head girl. Um, I'm now going to pass you over to Mr. Craig and Mr. Blackwood, who are up in his classroom. Mr. Craig is just catching up with Mr. Blackwood and finding out a bit about what he's been up to across the school. So, over to them now. So, we're joined now by Mr. Blackwood, who's the newest, fresh guidance teacher of the school. So, congratulations on your new role, Mr. Thank Blackwood. You. Fresh. Fresh, no, yeah. I've been described as fresh. I, 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 I kind of take that comment back now. Uh, so, I retract that comment. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, Mr Blackwood's on, we're going to talk about a few things that have been happening recently, um, now that he's a big shot in the school, his new 
big job, so we'll talk, see what he, um, see what he's got to say. Uh, the first thing that we want to talk about is the teacher challenge, which you had a lot of planning in and all of that. So me and you done a bit of work for that. We've done it the last few years, like we were just saying, when I was talking to Mr Hughes about it, and we even done it during lockdown and stuff like that. So um, we thought we'll keep this going, but then obviously I wasn't able to take part in it, but it still went ahead. Um, so what did you think about it? How did you think it went? Uh, I thought it was brilliant. It was great fun. Um, I think we, we were kind of worried about the idea of bringing it to an entire year group, but I think everybody get, they get involved with it really well. They were cheering and clapping and shouting and I think that's the else. first time that we've had it that the pupils, usually they need to buy tickets and stuff, mm-hmm. so uh-huh. it was good that the pupils still bought into it, even though they they, they didn't choose to necessarily. I, absolutely. Um, I think that was a big worry, was if, if they've just been told to go somewhere, yeah. are they still going to get involved? But I think they, they did themselves proud, um, and hopefully it's something that they, they remember. I know that we still get like what would that be current third and fourth years talking about it from from the first time we did it when would that have been that would have been yeah so this is our fourth year in the mm-hmm. school so that would have been current yeah so current, current third years current fourth years yeah um, and I know that we still get people talking to us about it can you it. just remind me again who won the first one that would have been Team Blackwood ah that's that lies and Blackwood. you know it you know that's lies <laughs> or way back way back way way back the very first one I think you'll find was, that was, team, a, was Team Craig that, that won was that a, a practice run was it practice run um, but it was good. I was I was gutted that I wasn't there. Custard pies in the face and all of that sort of stuff. Um, we've had loads of forfeits over the over the years. But I think one of the challenges was a forfeit in themselves. Miss Blythe having to put all those marshmallows on. Oh, well, I, I did that the second day. Um, that did because not look I, as as big headed as I can be, um, I said to her after I was like that's dead easy that's <laughs> you've, you've let yourself so down you there really really went for it and then the next day um, against Thomas Stars um, I realised just how difficult it is yeah. um, we got to 18 I think and Thomas still had half of his mouth left <laughs> apparently so um, you were beaten I was defeated by a six year Jeez, oh, this is becoming a theme it's, you're only on the podcast it's minutes and you've been talking about all your defeats I know it's not it's not good that's <laughs> <laughs> a stitch up um, but wait, you were we were all busy or you guys were busy throughout the um, throughout the feast day and week did, did you get a shot in the inflatables I didn't um, because I, was I never either I think I just sneaked out there. I, see I was trying to but that's difficult in front of the entirety of third year, you see, because it was on at the same time. Ah, was it? Um, I also, a, a, a massive props to the the six years who gave up their time um, on the on the Thursday um, to, come and, to come and do that as opposed yeah, to, to come do good. the challenge as opposed to the the inflatables. So a massive well done to them. Yeah, um, and good. they some of them didn't get told until the day off that they were doing it um, with their, their best Nike trackies and <laughs> whatever else. So. Um, no, a massive well done, but no, I didn't see the inflatables. Um, heard a lot about them, but next year. What was year. um? What did you find more nerve wracking, the teacher challenge or getting up and doing your performance? I think the performance because I had never did it on my own before. Ah, I think that okay. was the big thing. Um, and then again, when in big headed as you like, I'm brilliant. I'm gonna, I'm gonna win the X Factor. I'm gonna be the best thing going here. And uh, then woke up the day before with what can only be described as um, 
the worst cold I've ever had. Oh, really? Um, was I slept for 13 hours that night, I think. Um, wow. And then woke up and realised that as much as I can sing the now, <laughs> I was even worse with a cold in me. Um, so that was quite, that was pretty nerve-wracking. I think because we, we've run the teacher challenge so much, um, I think we're getting we're getting there. We're getting, we're, good, we're getting at good at it. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And two wins in a row tells me that, doesn't it? <laughs> um, so you went on, you put out an advert for the Knights of the Periodic Table, is it? A very um, proud group. And who who got back to you? Who filled the spot? Uh, it would have been uh, Miss McQuillan, going under the guise of Blondie McQuillan, <laughs> um, who I think did herself proud. For, I was for, going to say, that's a brave thing to do. I could, it is. There's um, a lot of things that I've done and made a fool of myself in front of the pupils, <laughs> but getting up and... Getting up and singing, I, I, I would struggle. It's that putting be, yourself out there, and even the way the way we had it set up, up in that balcony, everybody can see you. Yeah, there's no hiding, um, is there? And difficult songs as well, difficult yeah. songs. Um, songs that hopefully the pupils now know, um, because I think the Knights of the Periodic Table have got a habit of playing songs that <laughs> nobody knows, never mind just the pupils. Um, but So it was It was a really good week. Mr Hughes described it as a, being a good vibe about the place. I, I would a say vibe. that even though I was in the house and tried I was the one posting a lot of stuff out on social media and stuff like that. It was I was very jealous and stuff, but I could see that there was just a good vibe in the school. Everyone was having fun. You could just uh-huh. see everyone bought into it and was having fun. I think that was the key bit is that it's it's been such a rubbish eighteen months, twenty yeah. months that just having that tiny, tiny wee bit of normality was amazing. Yeah. And, and like you say, everybody was buying into it. Everybody was getting involved where they were supposed to get involved and where they had the opportunity to get involved. Um, and obviously it's still going now with a, a cycle to Calcutta, yeah. which has kind of allowed us to just drag a wee bit further into you it. Did a shot on the bike? I did. Um, I, I tried to um, it's, it's, I tried to get away from it because I signed up to the wrong day um, <laughs> and forgot about it. And, uh, so you let what, it take down, you I, I forgot my PE kit, is that what I would say? <laughs> but I did it, I did it. Um, I was uncomfortable for the rest of the day, but it's perseverance, isn't it? Oh, nice, nice mm-hmm. dropping in the school. Nice, there you go, there you go. Um, so we've talked about everything that has happened, but what about things that haven't happened? I was very upset to hear that the S6 retreat wasn't going ahead because of restrictions. Um, but I thought it was would be good just to touch on that and say how valuable an experience that has been oh, it's been the last few years, haven't we? It, it's been It's one it was I I'll I'll always remember Mr. Rance coming to see us when we started in this school saying do you want to come and kinda I, I hope he doesn't mind me saying that, but kinda being a bit like what is it? Yeah. And it, it was a really difficult thing to try and explain to somebody, but it's the best experience for six years. To experience it to know um, the value 100%. of hundred percent. There's some people like that have shook it off and try try their best not to buy into it, but those who do buy into it, that what they get back from that is, mm-hmm. has been unreal. Oh, absolutely! And you obviously you wouldn't, but you could sit and list pupils and yeah. and the tens of yeah. how many of them get get, get something back. How they get it. something really good from it. Yeah. Um, but so it's a shame that it's been it's been postponed. But hopefully. As we, as hopefully we, we get to go at one point. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know the plan. I'm not spoke to Mister Runs, but hopefully we, we get to go at one point. Uh, hopefully it's I not been kiboshed so. completely. I would um, hope so. Um, I won't give away any exclusives in case, in case oh, that's not there. Um, I've 
I presume, I would hope. Oh, that Mr. Uh, Mr. Blackwood has knowledge that he's not going to share. Not Mr. Gonna Blackwood's give us a, hit a beamer that he said <laughs> the wrong thing here. He's not going to get. He's not going to give us an online exclusive. Um, so you are now going to be part of our first ever beat the buzzer. So this is something that we're going to get the guest on every month to do. Now, what we want from you is it can be about teaching. It can be about anything. But what we want to do, this is based around, have you ever watched Graham Norton's uh, chat show? Absolutely. And you don't realise how tempted I was to do an Irish accent there, but it's not happening. So, <laughs> so yes, I have. So you know about the red chair and you need to say a story and if you, they don't like the story, they flip the chair back and the person's sent packing. That's not so, happening to this one, is it? No, we've not rigged up your chair, don't <laughs> worry. So we are going to do a similar thing that if the story's a wee bit rubbish and I start getting bored... I'm going to hit the buzzer. The buzzer sounds something like this. So if you hear that sound, that means that your story is rubbish and you have not beat the buzzer. So you need to tell, you now need to give me and the listeners a good story. And if the feedback is that I've been too lenient and I should have, should have buzzed you, then you're going to set a precedent for the next guest. So I hope you've got an absolute belter of a story. How, have you got one in your head? I wish I had a belter of a story. Um, right, I'll take you back to my student year as a teacher. So before I was in this school, so it's nobody in this school. Right. It's, it's not Mr Shankland, it's, it's <laughs> nobody at all. Um, and we had one particular science teacher, it's always a science teacher, who three times a week would come in with the most revolting smelling fish pie that you've ever smelled. Fish pie? Fish pie. For lunch? Fish pie, three times a week. <laughs> it, must have, it must have been, you know, you get meal prep for the bodybuilders and stuff. <laughs> it must have been something like that. Came in every every week, three times a week, regular as you like, he would come in with fish pie. And if anybody knows what fish pie smells like. I have smelled a fish pie in my time. It's not the nicest. Do you like fish pie? I don't mind it. I don't mind it either, it's, but... It's not a communal meal. No, it's a twice a year dinner in your house. It's not a meal that you would have in a communal space, I would say. No, no, it's like it's taking, certainly not. Um, like, see people who take like egg salad sandwiches on a plane and stuff. That's unacceptable mm. behaviour. Like sardines and yeah, toast. Not on. It's, it's not, not happening. On. Um, so this guy, he was um, unapologetic. Could not care less about it. Just defined every day. I love this. This is great. Sit over so there. You, had there been like a quiet word in his ear of like, on the fish pies. Well, I, I'm a other. student at this point, so obviously I'm kind of. Yeah, you're not the I, one. I'm, I'm out the loop, um, and I'm kind of thinking that people must have said to him in jest almost, <laughs> and he's just not really picked up the the the, the problem. Um, and long story short, because I don't want to get buzzed, obviously, uh, he ended up getting a written warning for. <laughs> bringing fish pie and an official written warning an official <laughs> written warning from his head teacher um, and I think it kind of freaked me out a wee bit going into teaching that you get you've been coming in with pieces and butter ever <laughs> that's since it. haven't you that's it I brought cheese and onion in one day and freaked out um, and I think that kind of set a precedent of right make sure you bring the right lunch in don't use people's mugs but, but definitely don't bring the right lunch in you see I'm probably although I'm, I'm giving out the part about there being communal communal foods that you shouldn't eat in co- or foods that you shouldn't eat in communal spa- spaces I curries quite a lot in school but everybody always says that they like the ah, smell of them smells good, but I but don't know if that's just them politely saying that the place is stinking 
Nah, I think I think curry's a good smell though. The biggest thing I've ever had a slagging for for bringing into the now I think I've told you a story before, but the biggest slagging I ever got was bringing in a packet of palm bears. <laughs> now, <laughs> palm bears are a low-calorie, potato-based, salty snack. <laughs> um, there are other crisps available too. <laughs> this isn't an advertisement. Um, but would you eat a packet of palm bears? Palm bears are the best. Mr. Sati defended me, but then he sort of fell full to uh, peer pressure and just joined in the slagging a wee bit. But um, but yeah, I get absolutely rinsed no for having a packet of pombers. Mr Hughes says that he gives them to his kids sometimes as a treat. His kids have good taste then. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. I love how you're defending me here, but I, never, I wonder if Mr McLaughlin would give me a verbal, written, official warning over a packet of pombers. About pom your pombers. <laughs> but enough people complained. I thought you'd be more like a fish and rice cakes kind of guy. I've, I've, seen, I've seen you in the gym. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon fish and rice cakes would be what gets you your, your written warning. That was me in that video all those years ago talking about fish and a rice cake. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you beat the buzzer there. So the first person ever on to be, try and beat the buzzer has beat the buzzer. And that's just about us, Mr. Blackwood. So once again, con- congratulations on your new job and thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks Cheers. for having me. No problem at all, Mr. Blackwood. You know you're always welcome on our podcast. So I'm going to pass back down to Mr. Hughes now, who's going to see us out. And I'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much, Mr. Craig and Mr. Blackwood. That was brilliant, fantastic. Um, if anybody brings a fish pie into the Modern Studies Department, it's um, an immediate sackable offence, I'm afraid. Um, that would be... <laughs> a bit too much I think to stomach um, that's us guys for, for this podcast for the month of September um, thanks very much for tuning in and listening in um, it's great to still have the support um, from all the people that are continuing to listen um, the August podcast was really popular and you know that's given us real a real boost to carry on the podcast every month for, for this year and more and more pupils are wanting to get involved in it which is great um, so thank you very much for listening in. Any ideas that anybody's got for the podcast, just approach myself or Mr. Craig or any of the Rights Respecting Schools ambassadors or captains. Um, the more people that get involved, the better. Um, uh, and we'd be delighted to have you on. All right, see you later, folks. Bye-bye.